Hi, welcome to another episode of Courtyard Wednesday. This is your host, Kendra D'Artiste. Hey, everybody, it's Joy. What's happening, everybody? It's Larry. And welcome to Courtyard Wednesday. Yeah. I'm so glad to talk to you guys again. I missed y'all. I know. Uh, Can I tell you something that's absolutely hilarious that I saw? Okay. Yeah, okay. It was uh, a random post that I saw while scrolling because that's what we do in social distancing. And uh, it said, <laughs> it, it was saying words are hard because I don't know if you know, but um, I, I do believe Webster added irregardless to the dictionary recently. <laughs> they did what? They, they added did. the word irregardless to the dictionary. Oh. Um and then it was a, a a bunch of posts where people were struggling with words, and there was a text <laughs> message between people. <laughs> and this man said, "Have y'all ever been to the liquid zoo, the one you can walk through?" Wait a minute. He was liquid talking zoo. about the aquarium. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Yo! Oh, oh wow! <laughs> Liquid zoo. The liquid, liquid zoo. zoo. <laughs> no. My people. My people. No. That's my first time ever hearing that in life. Listen. I was weak for 15 minutes. I swear. I'm <laughs> liquid, liquid zoo. Liquid zoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, make a little bit of sense though. I mean, ain't, ain't that far off, right? Yo, yo, Larry, I know you're not about to come on. <laughs> trying to justify liquid zoo. Come on, I'm trying to give a little bit of credit. I would say like water zoo, water zoo, aqua He's zoo, into the water zoo, ATO zoo. <laughs> man, liquid, liquid zoo. Liquid. That's a whole different level of ignorance that I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't get behind. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Thank you for that. No problem. So you know, funny. it's good to laugh. It's good to laugh. And it is. Like, people have been using Irregardless for years. I'm not, not doing it just fine, but I know you've heard it. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear Pacific all the time. I'm looking around Ooh. for the ocean. Oh, you know. <laughs> Ass and, uh, you know, preachers make up words <laughs> in the pulpit all the time. Yes. I was sitting there like, oh, did he just say that? He did. They did. She did. They did. She did. He did. Oh man, oh, that that just hit my soul. Liquid, Liquid Zoo. Zoo. Thank you. Where y'all? Uh, I feel like that's now going to be like a drink in a bar somewhere. Yo, when outside opens up, a Liquid Zoo. I feel like, hey, Slim and Huskies, next time let's do a Liquid Tiger. I don't know what that's going to taste like. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I'm here for it. A tiger shark moment. Yes. Ooh, a tiger uh, shark. That's so funny. Well, we're so excited to be back this week, everybody, for all our listeners. We have a guest that is with us in the house, Mr. Ooh. Jermichael McCoy. Jermichael, what's going on? Yo, what's going on, party people? Thank y'all for having me, man. Uh, great to be here tonight. Thank y'all so much. The Liquid <laughs> Zoo. Wow, that's, 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 that's wild. That's some wild stuff. It sounds like a lit drink, though. It sounds it like, sound like a very lit drink. <laughs> Like you can't even serve that in no glass either. You need that in like one of them like little TSU uh, homecoming like little water bottles. Like what you got? A liquid zoo. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you heard it here. Next year for homecoming, we will have liquid zoo as the staple drink. You heard it here. Homecoming. Put an extra shot of tiger. You know. <laughs> extra shot of tiger. Oh wow, that's so funny. Okay. Mm. Y'all, okay, so Jermichael, um, we're glad to have you, and 
you know, we have a couple of announcements before we dive in a little bit more um, into, you know, our special guest. So, of course, it makes me great regards uh, um, and regrets. And for now Ben moved first. I think a lot of them knew that, but they kept the faith. Um, and we, for everyone who else has the physical graduation, you know, it's easy for us to say, oh, you know, it's no big deal, or, oh, we're so sorry, but we don't. That day is your day, and and we we can't justify anything with actions on our end, and you know we just send our love to all of our fellow tigers because that moment meant a lot. And so I hope that a December graduation or a May graduation next year they're able to combo and do you know all the people. <sighs> but I just know that just so that just hit somebody in their home heart. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, dang. But, you know, the worst part about it is that, you know, um, people have family and, you know, especially older family members that you want to be able to see across the stage, you know, different moments like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are going to do a virtual graduation. So other schools working with people now to kind of get all the information that in and do like, the pictures and the name and the degree going across the screen. And they're supposed to do it very, very well. So I'm excited about seeing what that looks like. And. Uh, we'll have the link up for when it does happen on our page, but we wanna, we also want to encourage all the um, recent graduates that you know you get your first year of Alumni Association for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you want to do that, and you should do that, come on to uh, our link tree um, on our bio on our TSU Young Alumni Network on our Instagram. But yeah, that's, you know, that's my news. Larry, you got something going on? Yeah, I'm going to... Um actually just changed the mood a little bit it got, got a little bit somber with that i know we had to talk about it though but uh you know i want to want to bring the spirits up and talk about something exciting going on with tsu and in particular with uh, the music department shout out to the music department that's where i reside on campus if you're coming through but um so we have a partnership a new partnership with the nashville opera this is where the applause goes yeah yeah that's um Turn up. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's major for us because the Nashville Opera is such an entity, not only in you know the city but nationally mm-hmm. as well. So uh, with this new partnership, um, which is uh, made possible funding by the National Endowment for the Arts, uh, we'll be having a digital masterclass series that'll cover performance, uh, the music industry, and arts management. And that's extremely major for our yeah. students um, in particular, because for me, something I, I really, really believe in is like that practical knowledge and things that you can actually put your hands on and learn from people who are doing it and actually doing it currently. Mm-hmm. That's that's priceless. So uh, this this is really big and something that um, is going to mean a lot for our university and especially our aspiring musicians in the department. Shout out! That's so dope. You know, uh, the opera department is really, in the in the last couple of years, really have intensified. And mm-hmm. Shout out to the leadership there because uh, they really have put a lot of people on, and I, I've seen a lot of their social media presence. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so it's been really cool to kind of keep up with that piece because you know you don't think about 
uh, the thing about HBCUs, unfortunately, the classic, the classical arts part is where they, you know, people kind of forget. But no, we definitely are there and and fully present in that moment. Fully, yeah. fully present for sure. And um, you know, I want to make sure I shout out um, Patrick Daly for you know some of his leadership and all the things Absolutely. that he's been doing. I think he's definitely. just a yeah, just a, a major factor um, in the department. So I want to show him some love. Um, as well as, um, and I won't stand alone, but we have an orchestra um, on campus too. So, you know, it's things that are really happening at TSU that are leading the way. And speaking of leading the way, they'll be bringing in or will be bringing in uh, other HBCUs into uh, the fold for this too. So definitely taking that first step. Oh, nice. Oh, that's heavy. That's certainly yeah, going to, always you know, lead. help diversify the opera scene um, yeah. on the, on its, in the national theater. Um you know, that's something that we're seeing in the arts community nationwide um, with the, you know, the synchronized attention on Black Lives, Ma- Black Lives Matter. Um, mm-hmm. the, the arts community is certainly, you know, bringing forward, you know, their problem areas. And so um, I'm glad to see this partnership. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm, I want to stay on since we said something about, uh, you know, our, our presence with uh, the black community and us as African Americans. Let's, let's let's keep this this rolling in this uh, direction. So I don't know if you heard, but in Nashville, um, we might be getting the MLB team. Oh, wow. and with that, you might want to put your fist up <laughs> too, because um, with that being the case, it may be named after one of the Negro League teams, um, which is just powerful. Um, so the name would be the Nashville Stars and you know with the, the current climate I'm not, we say that a lot but with this current climate um, this would be the only team that would have majority black ownership so this would be wow. the what? yeah because professionally was, yeah like professionally isn't it just you know like the Hornets right because Michael Jordan has right. uh, the Hornets in the NBA um, mm-hmm. But then, like other people, I'm thinking about like Jay Z and maybe other people. They just have like smaller portions, right? So this. Well, I think Jay Z sold his his shares. Oh, he yeah. did. Okay. Well, also, and I'll add in here. Mm-hmm. Um, in MLS, uh, James Harden has uh, equity stake uh, in his club down oh, wow. in Houston. I know LeBron James has had money in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, in England since like 2011, uh, I read an article about that yesterday. So, wow. but in terms of majority ownership, we don't we we, we still getting there. Jo- uh, Jordan, the only one. Yeah. In terms wow. of the major leagues right now, and this would be, I mean, just a game changer to be here in, you know, in the South. Like we, if we go back and talk about our history, uh, just in this country, and you fast forward to a, you know, a, a black owned or majority black uh, leadership baseball team in the South, that's unprecedented. So, I really hope to see that. And it will mean a lot for Nashville and Nation, but especially here in Nashville, I think it makes a big statement. And also, I think that's big for baseball in itself, which has struggled to attract, Mm -hmm. you know, black inner city kids to the game. And I think that will definitely be a game changer. Well, buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. <laughs> oh, you know, hey, oh, keep believe. social distance and wear a mask. We, we, please believe we turn that to game if, uh, if, if it happens. 
I'm, I'm telling yeah. We turned it again. Uh, black, mate, um, um, uh, uh, a team named after a Negro League team. Woo. Black ownership. First of all, you we, we turned it into I'm letting you know. And I gotta, I gotta tell you, as a baseball fan, because mm-hmm. I am a baseball fan, I'm a Braves fan, right? Me too. Um, mm. It is. I go to well, I mean, obviously not now, but I regularly go to baseball games, and it's like I'm a fly in the milk in that place. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I've been to. I, you know, I, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Um, mm-hmm. And it would be good to have the paraphernalia because I'm sure it would be a. a um, of course, it's a historic moment, but a lot of that sharing of that storytelling would mm. do wonders. Would do wonders. Uh, shout out, you know, since we shout out our face baseball teams, you know, shout out to the the Washington Nats, you know, the Nationals, yeah. you know, the reigning, you know, mm. champions. But you know, we'll we'll go ahead and let that slide the next the next uh, section. <laughs> we don't wanna, we don't want to start no arguments here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, keeping keeping continuing with the positivity and the upliftment, you know. Congrats again to all the 2020 grads, um, and you know Salute. we are going to you know make this as special as we can for you. But I just wanted to just t- take a second, church, take a pause, and just you know, if you follow us on our Instagram at TSU Young Alumni Network, you've seen it. But Miss Taylor, can we just can we just give a shout out to Miss Taylor for this crispy? TSU soup that she had on. <laughs> oh man! In this graduation photo, crispy. I said, crispy. "Ma'am, you better think, work, and serve." Okay, mm. I, Miss Taylor, you did that. Okay, you mm. did that. It was a moment. A big moment. Um, so, congratulations again to everyone who graduated. Um, so. Also, speaking of our Instagram, um, a little while ago, we did a post about, um, you know, supporting Tiger-owned businesses and and buying Tiger-owned. That post is still active on our Instagram. We're actually, like, pulling together a database of um, Tiger-owned businesses across the country. Uh, So if you are a, um, a business owner, a nonprofit owner or organizer director founder we want to know who you are what you're doing and how we can support you um so please go on over to our instagram at tsu young alumni network there is a post all about supporting tiger owned businesses please dm us um, leave a comment and we will correspond with you because again we want to um, you know, to support you and to share what you're doing with other people. Um, and I think I think we've kind of talked about how we're going to be dispersing this information. Of course, we're going to be utilizing social media, but I would love to make a green book or a blue book of sorts. Uh, there you so, go. You know, Tiger Money is going to, you know, Tiger owned stuff, right? Um, and I've seen some things I'd love to purchase, like a few little lip glosses, some organic juices. We got alkaline water. We got lashes and um, boutiques and mm-hmm. lawn, yeah. lawn care, all of that. DJ yeah. streaming websites. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, artists. I mean, for my campaign, uh, I'm ordering some custom masks uh, from a TSU owned business. Uh, salute to Windsor Neckwear. Oh, oh nice. Dope. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, <laughs> so you know, what? all of those good fashions that you need for all these Zoom calls we're about to start having again. And 
Uh, <laughs> right. um, and I even saw some trainers, some trainers that offer like, you know, um, virtual training sessions. I think I cannot remember her name, but I told her I was going to do her challenge. Um, it's like mom fitness or um, something, something of that nature. Either way, um, we want to support you. Please let us know who you are. Get in contact with us so we can support you as best that we can. Well, thank you, Joy, for that and, and leading that effort on our social. And like I said, hit us up on our Instagram for more details on that. But well, I'm here to introduce our special guest today, y'all. Mr. Jermichael McCoy dedicates his time and he advocates for and empowers the residents of the 5th District mm-hmm. of the Greater Richmond community. Come on. Currently, McCoy is a business uh, development manager within a um, athletic gear company. He is also the, the uh, former, uh, immediate former vice uh, president for the Urban League Greater Richmond Young Professional. Wow. Shout out to the Urban League. Mm-hmm. McCoy is running for Richmond City Council because he believes that as um, his, his city grows and as it, and he, that they also grow with it and not leave the fifth district behind. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he is a 2013 graduate. Uh, he uh, has a BA with honors from our great institution. Come on, honors. Yes, sir. And a Have master's uh-huh. of professional studies from Georgetown University. Yes, sir. <laughs> and he is also a coveted 2020 TSU Young Alumni Network 40 Under 40 honoree for his public service accomplishments. And of course, he just finished up a beautiful interview with you no know, other HBCU um, supporter and alum, Roland Martin. So we were so excited to see that. And he's included. He's been included in publications such as the Washington Post and the Richmond Free Time or Free Press. And he's been on NBC uh, and ABC as well. So we want to give a great shout out and a great big, big blue welcome to Jermichael. Jermichael, what's up? How y'all doing, hey. man? Thank y'all so much hey. for having me, man. Appreciate it. Uh, just in addition to that, man, salute to all the fly noobs of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, man. Yo, yo. Um, and so, man, thank y'all for having me, man. It's always an honor, man. I love my big blue family. I'm about to say thank you for fitting us into your busy schedule. Man, mm-hmm. These fundraising calls ain't gonna make themselves, <laughs> but uh, you always gotta make time uh, for the home team, uh, uh, where it all started. You know, thirty five hundred John A. Married. So uh, yeah, I love you all. Thank y'all for having me. Uh, thank you for this platform. We appreciate oh, it. No doubt. So let's break the ice just a little bit here. Quick story time. The topic, the prompt. This one time at Watson. What you got? So for me, uh, one time at Watson on the fifth floor, so salute to all them fifth floor brothers. Um, and my boy Leon used to like uh, sing in the hallway, let your soul glow at a very high pitched voice and then shut his door at like 11 o'clock at night when people were trying to go to sleep and used to piss off the whole floor. Um, so if y'all was on my floor, um, I apologize on behalf of Leon, but that's what was going on. But it was hilarious. Hey, Leon. <laughs> Shout out to Leon. Shout out to Leon. <laughs> for, for the moment. From the D. It's oh, so Izzy. cold oh, in the D. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, that's how it used to rain moment. Man. <laughs> you just did that on Insecure. That's funny. Um, oh, wow. Well, um, 
the one time in Watson. Okay, you know, um, shout out to four one one was my room number. So you know, I always have a good tea. Oh, so okay. you know, that, that, um, <laughs> it was four one one, and my first roommate was John. And I remember um, freshman year. <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember. Like, it's a different kind of cold um, in the dorms. And yes. Kind of hot. Um, this is before uh, for all our new alums. Um, you know, there was a time where Watson was not as nice as it was. Because now they like, got new furniture and it's renovated and whatnot. So oh what? Kind of, and so uh, it uh, it's a little, it was a little cold, and we had to like jury rig our speaker for it to come on. And boy, he put the um, the screwdriver to like the little the um, heater. And that thing sparked, and I just thought we were gonna catch on fire. I just knew, <laughs> I just knew my little, my little polyester Walmart sheet. Oh. We're, we're gonna set the place ablaze. And I was like, oh, and you know, I just know how we are because we had so many fire drills at four in the morning. Oh my and lord! People kept going. Oh, out. Not, they weren't fire drills. People kept going out the uh, fire lanes mm. and fire exits to get out their their guests from the night. Mm. I'm and. Uh, mm. And so I was thinking, like, oh, God, to catch on fire. And it was going to go outside because everybody ignores fire drill now on the <laughs> because people, we hear it so much. Anyway, but we had a good extinguisher in a moment right there. So, oh, my goodness. Um, TSU, don't find me. <laughs> I promise you, nothing <laughs> happens. I, 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 I need my transcripts when I need them. Yes. Don't be trying to do crazy. Don't but be no. playing. No, don't be playing. Look, don't be playing. No, but yeah, that was a funny moment back in 2010. I, I got to jump in real real quick on this this uh, Watson story. At first, I was going to talk about the cricket, but it's another one that came to my mind. And when I was saying the cricket, I was brushing my teeth, and the cricket came up and jumped up through the drain. Oh, yeah. Um, it was wow. how I started my morning one day. But, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, it's just nature. Um, <laughs> but I have a real funny one. Uh, a bunch of my friends, we were all um, congregated in the room. It was probably about 2 going on 3 in the morning or maybe 1 going on 2, somewhere around there. And um, one of my friends just, he had a good night, I'll put it that way. So he was dribbling the basketball um, as if he was on the court, on the sixth floor. Um, shot up 619. Yeah. And um, he was making a lot of noise. So the people on the floor under ended up calling down to get some assistance. And the, <laughs> the assistants uh, came upstairs and he was quite mad. And, uh, you know, snatched the basketball. There were threats that were um, kind of hurled, you know, fines that could be in place. But uh, this this gets way crazy. Tip drill happened to be on TV. This is BT on that day. And he looked at Not the screen. And as he looked at the screen, the ball rolled out of his hand. The confiscated ball rolled out of his hand. And at the end of the video, he turned to us with a smile and said, all right, y'all keep it down. Good night, fellas. I really wanted to ask who the assistance was, <laughs> but I'm, 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 like, I'm leaving I'm, them nameless for now, but yeah. not for now. <laughs> like, you're gonna do a tell all book, you know. Uh, yeah, now, you know, personally, you know. I have never been inside Watson. But there you go, I, you ain't missing nothing. <laughs> I've never been inside Watson. <laughs> But um, I do remember in the uh, in no visitation season, 
mm-hmm. during the gazebo okay. era, right? During the gazebo era, era, I remember it was sometime near homecoming, my freshman year, and uh, there was a young lady scaling the wall of Watson. Scaling, scaling the wall. Scaling. Wow. Yeah. I I don't I can't recall whether she was going in or coming out. What I do know. If she was desperate to see whomever she was trying to see. Fresh <laughs> love. The, the 12 Ooh. of us in that gazebo watched her. <laughs> oh my God. Scale the wall. I, I kid you not. Did she make it to her destination? I'm, I'm, I can't recall, but I do remember seeing a young lady on scaling. Well, of course watching. you can't recall. You were in the gazebo. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't do another that. I just know I was there. <laughs> I don't know what I could do. I'm just picturing like Spider-Man on the wall. And the <laughs> that's, that's a wild story. But ew, scaling the wall. I mean, is it ever that serious? <laughs> you know what? At that moment, I guess, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. My goodness. Well, so on our social media, go ahead. Let, let, uh, leave us a little story time. This one time at Watson. You got a Watson story. Let us know what happened. I can't wait for this. Right. Don't oh, don't write down names. Don't, don't put no names. Down. No names. So we can no, actually no dry share it. Yeah, dry snitching. <laughs> don't do it. My goodness. So Jermichael. Talk to me. Tell us about yourself. Who are you? All right. So uh Jermichael McCoy, I'm the 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 son of a mother who is a business owner. Uh, and a father who was a Navy B veteran and security guard. I grew up in uh, East Knoxville, Tennessee. Salute to the east side. Um, the oldest of four brothers and the first of my family to graduate from college. Um, oh, wow. uh, I grew up in a household where my parents instilled the importance of, of education, of hard work, uh, and looking out for your community when you make it, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, it is, you know, TSU was the only school that accepted me out of high school. Every other school in Tennessee told me, no, you can't come here. Um, And, you know, taking that opportunity to come to Nashville changed my complete whole life. Uh, Opened up doors for me to go to D.C. for a summer internship after my junior year. Shout out to D.C. Salute to D.C. And uh, where I subsequently went to Georgetown as well. And so, you know, I'm I'm just a young man who had a lot of opportunities, right? Because people invested in me at an early age. And I'm, I'm working to pay that forward, whether that's through my work with the Urban League and Professionals, where under my tenure, we donated $10,000 in scholarships to rich and public school students, uh, over 10,000 in service, 10,000 service hours as an organization uh, to, you know, running to make sure Richmond is a better place, right? We're in the midst of a global health crisis, a civil rights crisis, and um, a public health crisis. And so we just got to make sure uh, we're all doing our part. And so, uh, you know, this is a little bit about me in a nutshell. Okay. So what is, um, you know, if we are wanting to be more informed voters, what is our, uh, or what is your um, campaign about? What are your platforms? What are your, you know, aspirations as far as um, a candidate for city council? Right. And I, I will tell everybody that really politics is local and your vote has power. Uh, don't let anyone tell you that your vote does not matter based on whatever state you live in. Uh, and so I'm running for city council. So in the city of Richmond, which is roughly about 240,000 people, we have nine city council districts. I'm running for the fifth city council district. 
And so one thing I've seen that this pandemic has exposed in a lot of our municipalities, right, is uh, the lack of funding in our public school system, right? 70% of Richmond public school students do not graduate on time. Many of them are black and brown uh, young scholars who are not adequately supported. We have a police department that we spend roughly $100 million on annually uh, in our city, but people don't feel safe. Uh, so now we're questioning how can we really allocate those resources to mental health services, summer job opportunities, uh, healthcare workers to help with this pandemic. And, and also another point that is always just uh, to consider is, is that we're in the middle of a pandemic. How are we making sure communities are healthy? Um, you know, Richmond, we're being hit hard, especially our black and brown communities by this pandemic. Mm -hmm. So how are we making sure we're investing in our health district? Uh, how are we investing in the resources that actually keep people healthy? And so that's why I'm running for city council. And so we can make sure we are pushing that envelope here in the city of Richmond to improve the outcomes of everybody in the city. Gotcha. So for our Tigers that are, you know, local in Richmond and in that district, how can we support you? How can they support you? Where can they find, you know, more information about uh, your campaign? Absolutely. Right. And, you know, just like candidates or support at Tennessee State University, look, you know, I appreciate your time, but I also appreciate your treasure. So if you can donate, you can make a contribution. Um, my website is uh, www.mccoyforrva.com. Uh, McCoy for RVA. That's how you can learn more about my platform. Sign up to volunteer uh, both in person and virtually. Because we're in a new era of campaigning. So if you live in Nashville, you want to make some phone calls, you can do that. If you live in L.A., if you live in Atlanta, um, it's, it's really no cap, really, as the young people will say, uh, to be involved in supporting candidates that you want uh, to make a difference. <laughs> no cap. I love that phrase. <laughs> So, like, so what is it like running for, you know, local office in, um, you know, Richmond, which is a, you know, I think of Richmond, I think Virginia, you know, as an older state, you know, older yeah. city. Um, the Commonwealth. Yeah, the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth of Virginia. So what, what is it like being, you know, young, black, HBCU grad <clears throat> running for office in an, air, in, in an area like that? And also at a time where, you know, there, there's kind of like a fixed gaze on what the black community is doing. I feel like running in this era, I feel like that I'm prepared for a time like this. And most of that comes from my upbringing as a kid uh, doing community service work with the YMCA. It comes from being at Tennessee State University and doing our annual service projects. Um uh, learning our history in terms of how any progress that has been made in America involve black people and that, you know, we are in a time where we are confronting multiple crises at once and we need young leaders, right, to move the next generation forward. And so it is different. We are, instead of knocking on doors, we're having uh, to make phone calls virtually, right, because, you know, we want to socially distance, but also we want to keep our own team safe. Uh, but more importantly, in Richmond, you know, the, the Commonwealth of Virginia, as they say, is over 400 years old. And the first enslaved uh, Africans came to Virginia's shores. And so, you know, their offsprings and descendants moved to the city of Richmond, right, where historically the second most amount of slaves that were sold 
uh, were here in the city of Richmond. Mm. We're the former capital of the Confederacy. Mm. And so until last week, uh, we had some of the largest uh, Confederate monuments in the city. Um, I salute our mayor, uh, LeVar Stoney, for, you know, making the executive order to take them down. But it's it's still challenges, right? How we address those structural systems, uh, the inequities in our education, the inequities in access to health and uh, living in food deserts uh, and addressing police reform. And so, like I said, I feel like I'm prepared for a time like this. And my time at Tennessee State University played a huge role in not only in my self-awareness, but also understanding that leaders have come before me um, that have prepared us for the opportunity and the challenges that we have today. Well, he got my vote. Listen, you have mine. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely appreciate that. Um, And I salute you all. Like, having these type of platforms, engaging our alumni in a new way, right? Um, A salute to all the HBCUs because they're having to come out with new ways to to get a younger generation involved in supporting their institutions. And so I definitely commend you all for the work you're doing. We appreciate you for that. Appreciate We do our best. We do our best. I do our something. <laughs> well, all of that definitely sounds really exciting. Um, sounds like a lot of pressure, too. Uh, so, what's your what's your support system like? What's your team like? Who are they? Well, I mean, what like and and, and Brother Larry can attest to this, right? Like, either you know, oh, pressure man. can burst pipes or it can make diamonds, and you just gotta rise to the occasion. But I think it's always important that. With any movement, whether it's a campaign or the Black Lives Matter movement, you don't do it alone, mm-hmm. right? I have an impeccable campaign team that not only holds me accountable, but make sure I'm doing well, make sure I'm eating, make sure I'm talking to my mama. Um, and I think that is important. Like, I have folks like you all that I can reach out to to talk about my experience. And I, I think it's just important. Also, I have a strong faith, right? And so it's hard to do any anything worthwhile right without a sense of of a moral compass uh a sense of being grounded in something that is eternal and that'll let you know that whatever you're dealing with here in this earthly presence right you have support that kind of goes beyond this and um that is both freeing and empowering at the same time Mm. Mm. that's good that is good (laughs) Really, look real good. I'm just talking what I know, man. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, hey, listen, I I think I've gotten my questions answered. How about y'all? Yeah, I just have you know a really quick question um, for you, Jermichael. Uh Now, do you, which one out of the establishments would you prefer? Knockout wings or nut butt wings? Things that we need to know. Ooh, the people need to know. Oh, I, I, I think it's, it's knockout all day, every day. Um, what? I think, uh, I mean, the, the biscuits. The biscuits and the tea. The biscuits uh, undefeated? The, the undefeated, right? The it's like, like, I had a homegirl from, uh, she's from the suburbs of my hometown, and her, her sister went to TSU. I recruited her to go to TSU. And her parents, every time they came by to drive her off at TSU and her sister off at Fisk, they would go get like a platter of like 50 wings <laughs> and a whole little box of biscuits and then take that back to, to East Tennessee. Like, it's just, it's an institution. Y'all are crazy. Uh, All crazy. Uh, God rest their soul. All yeah, RIP. 
Oh. Yeah. All three of y'all are ridiculous. Okay, knockout oh. <laughs> does not have honey gold wings. Now, no honey gold wings are it. Now, I would say that. I just never feel safe, particularly, you know. What you mean? Driving over there. Because the people in apartments can look right down on you. Like, oh, oh, my Lord. Lord. Yeah, they need oh, better stop. parking. Better parking for certain. But I'm like, am I safe back here, bro? I'm saying, are <laughs> yeah. you going to live off of honey gold or live off of biscuits? Which one? Which one? Oh, biscuits. Biscuits. Oh, biscuits. Because <laughs> yeah. you can have biscuits in the morning, biscuits in the evening. That's it. Biscuits in the afternoon. Multi-purpose. <laughs> multi-purpose okay well, jelly. all right so let's do this okay parties in the women's building shout out to elliot or oh, elliot. or parties in 040 which one Ooh. Ooh. <sighs> that's now that's tough because 040 is a little hot box Ooh, Man, that's listen, i ain't no air girls went in with edges laid with the new growth showing okay with the leave out okay that's a tough one I'm just gonna go 040 you gotta gotta go for nostalgia 040 I don't know I mean I got picked up with the airplane I ain't gonna lie so Oh. <laughs> I see you with I see you with the flex. Look, okay, with well, some shuttle service. Oh, subtle, 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 subtle. Shuttle mm-hmm. down there to um um up girl pipe. <laughs> what was that club called? <laughs> oh, it was horrible. What? It used to be Stampede's. I don't know if y'all remember that back mm-hmm. in the day. Was that on the corner? Uh no, like a little past down, a little a little further down. Um Close to that Waffle House on the corner, we get off the little exit right there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you keep going on Antioch? But right there, like close, kind of a little closer to the airport. Wow. That side. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. What? My goodness. So yeah, so we, uh, you know, um, Jamaica, we want to thank you so much for coming yes. and talking with us about your candidacy and your campaign and. We just, you know, we, we love to provide an opportunity for alums to hear what um, our fellow alums are doing across the nation. And we thank you and salute your work and your service. Oh, man. Thank you all so much, man. Like I said, man, uh, you know, this is a growing institution within our alumni family. So I definitely commend you all. Um, if you want to learn more about uh, who I am, like I said, my website is McCoy for RVA dot com and on social media uh it's the same so mccoy f-o-r-r-v-a uh on instagram facebook and twitter uh dm me hit me up uh but more importantly hey if you got it hey i appreciate a contribution it goes a long way absolutely absolutely well, ladies and gents, that wraps up this show of Courtyard Wednesday. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. Joy, can you tell us where they can find us? Absolutely. You can find us online at tsualumnionline.org, right? That's correct. And then you can hey. also <laughs> find us on Instagram at TSU Young Alumni Network. Please make sure to, uh, whenever you see the Courtyard Wednesday podcast post, make sure to tune into our story time. And I leave the comment this one time at Watson. Share your story. Leave the names out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
<laughs> and also, just one more time, Jermichael, where can we find you and information on your campaign? Yes, ma'am. So my website is McCoyForRVA.com and on social media, uh, McCoyForRVA on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Well, thank you again. And thanks to my uh, awesome co-host uh, yes, for making this possible again. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Until next time, we'll see you in another two weeks. Have a great Courtyard Wednesday. Peace. Bye. Peace.